Hey, we are live. We are live. Sabaho, everybody. Hopefully you're doing great. Um, I really hope you guys are doing great. Actually, uh, it's Saturday morning with tech episode 77. Uh, today is July 3rd. So uh, for the for, for those of us or for those of you guys that live in the US and that celebrate the 4th of July, it's a day before a holiday here in the US, uh, which coincides to be on, on a Sunday this year, which pretty much means that Monday for most of us is a holiday. So meaning we get a chance to relax for an extra day, even though the holiday lands on the weekend. Um, it is episode 77, as uh, you probably already saw from the title, as well as, uh, you know, just, you know, the fact that it's July 3rd. Uh, but, you know, today is an interesting day. There's going to be, I'll say this, uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of devices. Obviously, you saw the title of the video. There's three devices that we're going to be covering. Uh, the Realme GT uh, yeah, 5G, definitely. I, you guys probably saw the picture I posted. And uh, the other one, obviously, is the Xperia 1 Mark III, which is officially uh, unveiled. I'll say this. It's unveiled for the U.S. market, uh, and we are going to be able to actually uh, get our hands on it officially, uh, you know, in retail uh, in a little bit later on in the summer. So more like to the end of the summer. Um, I see a lot of people that are in the chat already, kind of a lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of supporters, a lot of friends. Uh, we have uh, Grounded Tech. We have Chemis in there. We have Marilyn. Good morning, Marilyn. Welcome. Glad you were able to make it to the show this time. Uh, Finn's in there. Um, Tyreek is in there. And then uh, I think it's Eljosa. Hey, man. Good morning. Hey, hope you guys are doing great. Welcome back to the chat. I, um, I'm i running a little bit later today, mostly because um, I noticed that there was a premiere going on with uh, you know Mr. Mobile and he was pushing a video. And I think it was kind of crossing over the, the beginning of the hour where I typically start around the beginning of 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's still technically the morning, so I'll go ahead and take that credit for there. Um, there is going to be a surprise announcement during the show. I will bring that up a little bit later on. Uh, we are going to do, um, can we see the thermal paste on the, can I use the thermal paste on the Ryzen 5800HX? Uh, absolutely, G. There's no reason why we shouldn't be using thermal paste. Uh, make sure you just get the best possible thermal paste that you can. And, and of course, that uh, the best thing, obviously, is just put it across the surface uh, at the, the best as possible. But uh, what, what kind of cooler you're trying to use with it? That's a better question there. My name. Uh, uh, I can't believe you said my name per, uh, right. Uh, by my uh, professors can't even get it right. Uh, so um, Tyreek is the reason behind that is it's um, my name is Tariq in Arabic, and most people for the longest time always say it in English is Tariq. So it's a very um, phonetically most teachers the way they've been having concerns with you they don't say my name correctly, uh, but the way they say it it sounds closer to yours. Um, and in Tariq in Arabic uh, is actually an Arabic word. So for me, it's, either way, it's, it's not hard for me to say the name. So it's close close to my version of the name in Arabic. I'll say that. Muhammad, um, ahlan Good morning. Masal khair. Hope you guys are doing great. Um, I was watching the Mr. Mobile Xperia video as well, Grounded Tech. I know, I saw you there. Uh, I saw the, I, I saw you right there uh, in the chat as well. So it was actually uh, an interesting interesting video, uh, and we'll get a chance to, uh, to uh, kind of, you know, cover the Xperia 1 Mark III in a little bit. Again, officially, we're able to talk about it. Let's just say that. We've had access to the phone for some time. Uh, not the whole time, but, it, you know, it's sporadic periods. I'm lucky enough right now uh, that I would probably say I should have put the phone in front of me. I'm like having it right there. Okay. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to get the phone back. That was the other thing that I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to. Uh, so I had spent some time with it in a late May, early June. And unfortunately, I had, you know, it was a short amount of time. And I had to basically give the phone back to uh, to Sony to obviously give chances for other people. There's a good chance that, you know, Mr. Mobile and I may have shared the same device without just not knowing it. Um, 
Hey, Dan is in the chat. Air guys is in the chat, man. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Wong. Uh, dude, welcome. Welcome. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. Tariq, uh, Tariq, uh, it, it's, it, you learn things all the time, but, uh, it's, it's something that is always, always unique to my name. That's one of the reasons why, um, I go by TK. It's because for the longest time, nobody could say my name correctly. And I, um, I mean, and I know most people will say, well, why don't you just correct them and let them know what it is? But at the end of the day, at, at a certain threshold, when you try, when you try enough times, you realize that it's not your problem or it's not a, something that you can fix by correcting. It's more about basically the way the name is spelled. So what's an easier way for me to share my name or at least let, allow it so that people can remember me? And surprisingly, TK is a very easy name to remember, but not only easy to remember, it's also easy to, to distinguish. Like it's almost like, what's his name? You almost pick it up right away because it's so simple and it has that... Uh, <laughs> Synonymous association with TJ uh, here in Southern California, at least. Cats uh, Cats Twelve is in there as well. Uh, Don Donald Zeno is in the chat, man. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, <laughs> hello, Mr. Tarek. I am, man. Thank you. Um, stayed quiet. I suspected you both. You both had it. Uh, so Dan, Dan is Dan is alluding to Juan Carlos and I um, having had some time to spend with the Xperia One Mark Three. And the weird part about it is, so just kind of a little bit of a background, like, you know, BTS kind of behind the scene here. Uh, we didn't even know when the other person had it. That's the weird situation because we're not working as much as you guys see us a lot as a, you know, like a team in a certain way. Um, the the approach and the way we work with companies is still individual on an individual basis. So that was part of the experience as well. So, but it's fun to be able to kind of chance to, to spend some more time with it this time. Um, and hopefully he'll be able to get uh, some more time with it as well. So he'll be able to put out some more, some more content. Uh, my days with the Xperia 1 Mark III are going to be numbered. I have a, about maybe two or three days left. So I'm going to be shooting a lot of content additional content to the ones i did initially um that's mostly because of the the way the launch or the the way the way the embargoes and everything else was kind of set up at this point uh by the time we put out our videos there was so much more content out because the release in the chinese market that was way ahead of the us and the european market so uh, the content that we're pushing out was a little bit different so i focused mostly on a gaming experience where i felt like more uh, more people were focusing on uh maybe different aspects of it like if you watch mr mobile's video he was focusing mostly on the camera system and what we get with the sony xperia 1 mark 3 uh, and obviously during his trip so that was an interesting video there as well if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out um <laughs> gonna find out how I, uh if i need to guess no 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 so scott miller saying he's like you put in an order I, I'll, I'll say this um so morning <laughs> dude obviously obviously uh the um I, the Xperia one mark three has a pre-order set that started on the first so that's a couple i think it was yesterday right today's the third no yes so two days ago it started on the first that's going to go through september 26 is uh for the promotion that they're doing the pre-orders are um the, for the devices to be delivered somewhere in the middle of june so not, if not june august uh, august 19th if i'm not mistaken so the the u.s availability in handler they're going to ship out by august now i'm not sure if other regions obviously not china but i'm talking about like europe uh will may, may be having their devices divide, delivered earlier but the short answer is there's two colors. Finally, two colors in the U.S. We have the, uh, the um, I want to say called it the thunder purple and the, th uh, but I, I could be, no, it's frosted purple and frosted black uh, color. So one thing they did, I really, really liked about from what they did last year. Nothing's wrong with the surface on the Xperia N1 Mark II, but it is reflective. And not only that, hold on, let me see if I can get you guys in here. Yeah, so you guys could see yourself and I see myself and I have like an inception here uh, with the back of the Xperia 1 Mark II. 
uh, the Mach 3 got away from that. They're still using Gorilla Glass 6, but they went with a frosted look and, of course, viscous glass, a Gorilla Glass viscous on the front to be able to give you much better shatterproof experience. Uh, but the best sol solution here is essentially the frosted look on the back is just so much nicer. The Xperia 1 had that reflective material. Xperia 2 carried that with the more you know, unison or more format, you know, 21 by 9 aspect ratio here, the way we have it on the 3. And the 3 just went for, uh, frosted for us. Um, uh, from Technic, uh, he's in South he's in South African living in China. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of people. There was even a, apparently a disassembly of the Xperia 1 Mark, II, uh, Mark 3. Uh, that was actually surprisingly uh, well detailed out, uh, detailed out. Like, I mean, if you ever wanted to repair the Xperia 1 Mark III, uh, which we don't even have officially, technically, uh, you now know exactly how you'd be able to do it. Uh, and surprisingly, it wasn't that complicated. The, the disassembly was actually very methodical, but it also is uh, very logical. So there was no... I don't know for the, for the back of lack of a better word. There's no Samsung trickery in the way this was put together. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, we have some new features. We'll get a chance to talk about those a little bit. Uh, Vasikos is in there as well. Sony should focus more on the PlayStation 5 production <laughs> to meet the demand. Um, that, that's always going to be one of those eluding. Um, it, it's, it's a weird thing. This is a weird year, but it's typical to where, where we see them with, with consoles, right? Uh, Xbox and PlayStation, Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5s, although announced last year, are still in high demand and still very hard to find. Uh, when, when it comes down to GPUs, the same situation, the 3080 Ti, the 3080, all of the GPUs for the most part had a very tough, uh, people had a hard time finding them. So that's one thing to keep in mind. So uh, I'm with you. Uh, they should be focusing, but keep in mind that these are two separate divisions. So, you know, producing more phones doesn't necessarily reduce the production of PlayStations. But the goal, I understand, it should be basically where, you know, they are able to provide more to meet the demand, uh, especially with some of their acquisitions that they're going through uh, in the last couple of, uh, you know, weeks. They're trying to expand their studios. They're trying to, you know, improve production. Uh, we obviously have the Xbox Pass, Game Pass. That's also was announced not that long ago. That's also a very big competition for other gaming consoles that are on the market. So there's there's things to be said. Um, <laughs> quickly, as they can, uh, they're running at capacity for everything. Absolutely. So Dan, I, I'm with you, Dan. Yes, they're not. They don't benefit from not releasing the hardware. They benefit more when they have more people playing their hardware. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, the uh on the gpu supply uh it's really it's it's really a nightmare dominic walk is yeah it's uh, it's a really a big nightmare I, I got the 6900 xt congrats man um a few weeks ago and i'm trying to get uh other parts uh because i need to change my psu and that's one of the other challenges exactly uh gpus need higher uh you know especially the gpus of 2021 are they're putting a much bigger demand like if you're trying to go for a 3080 a 3090 or 6900 xt you need to make sure you have enough horsepower on your PSUs. And typically when you're building a system, that's one of the few things that I always feel like you should always overbuy on the PSU for future proofing. Luckily for me, on the PSU for my main system, the one I was upgrading from my existing system, I think it was, um, it was like 850 and I thought it was a 750. I know that's like the bare minimum requirement for a 3080 Ti. Um, and I was like, oh man, I'm struggling. So I, and I looked it up and I, luckily it's a good one. Um, I had a, I still have the Rosewill gold edition, uh, 850 watt one, which is really, really nice. Um, <laughs> Earl Owens, Sony, it, you know, Sony will always be Sony. Uh, but yeah, keeping the story kind of going on, uh, the other big thing that also kind of came out this week was this, well, is the TCL 20 series is officially available in the U.S. 
So what I'm talking about essentially is uh, the TCL 20 Pro. So this is the brand new upgraded version. I didn't want to turn it on, but here you go. So 20 Pro, if I can get it to reflect. See, this is a problem with this phone. It is super, hold on, let me see. Can I get, can I get, where is my, where is my super Sony focus? Where is it? Sony is taking a little bit. Okay, so here, let's, oh, I forgot. I changed the setting. Dang it. Okay. Um, so this is the, the TCL 20 Pro. I forgot. There's a setting in the, in the camera where I changed it. it uh, and I think it's not doing the autofocusing the way I want it. So uh, let me see here. Can I get it? Can I get it? Can. And here we are. So here's the TCL 20 Pro fingerprint prone. Of course, we have the frosted side. Definitely the nice camera setup. And, and if Juan Carlos has something to say about this, it looks a lot like the Velvet. And they learned a lot from the Velvet on that one as well. Uh, we also have the TCL 20S, so that's the uh, basically the mid-range version of it. Let's, let's see if we get that in. And can we get it? No. Okay, we're not getting we're not getting focused today. So today will be the day where Sony this we're talking about you, but we're not doing it. Okay, the 20S as well as the 20SE, a trio of devices that finally are available in the US. Uh, the 20 Pro definitely has 5G. The 20S and SE don't, but a 4G LTE, and they're going to be supporting most of the carriers and sub six at least uh, on T-Mobile right now for the 20 Pro for 5G. Uh, camera settings for the wing, always, always, always. When you try to optimize something, something else kind of goes out the door. Uh, but yes, I on Thursday when I did some stuff with, with uh, when we were doing the uh, the live show with Juan, I decided to change a couple of settings here and there, and for some reason that just messed things up. You probably heard it in the audio. Um, I had. A, a pair of headphones in there because I didn't want to use the over the ear. It was getting a little bit warm in the house. And um, of course, that decided that the system recognized the microphone on the headset. And I was talking to you guys via a microphone on the on the in-ear headset, as opposed to the obviously microphone that we're using right now, which is something that I should have recognized in the beginning, but I missed it, that setting. Uh, but yes, no. Um, here, uh, so uh, Jeff J. So my, I use my cases for the, for the Xperia One Mark III is first uh, is first as a digital audio player. So like a, a, given that it's a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, decent DAC, and of course, uh, and, and for the cameras as well. Uh, will you be spending any time um, in these aspects? So on my camera review, yes. So my thing with the cameras on the Xperia 1 Mark III, it's I'm using it as a production tool. I'm using it to create content with it, um, not necessarily just to document myself. Like I will be in some of the videos and obviously talking, uh, but I focus also on using USB audio as well as 3.5 millimeter headphone jack uh, audio in, because those are the things that we don't typically have with most smartphones. It's like if you're using a phone to use, let's say you want to use um, like the uh, the Rode, uh, you know, wireless me phone. So if I can actually get this thing off of the wall. Uh, so something like this, something like this is a very powerful audio uh, tool that you get your capable of purchasing and getting and using yourself. And the main benefit of it is obviously the ability of using over 3.5 mil or using it to to go over, let's say, you know, USB-C. So for USB-C audio, everything works fine. And of course, 3.5 mil is also another option that you can use. And what I liked about it is that I was able to use it on, uh, you know, when I'm using it with even in basic mode. So that's one of the main functional things that you like there. Uh, and that's just because audio is a big part of any production. It's uh, almost as important as video. So a clear video and clear audio are the biggest thing to be able to communicate your message. So that should be coming up hopefully in the middle of next week. That's going to be my focus. So the next video is going to be the camera. And the last one's going to be uh, where I'm focusing on uh, basically the main takeaways from it. Um, at that point, once I don't have the phone for a while, I'll be basically waiting as much as everybody else till it becomes available retail. And then we'll maybe spend some more time with it when it's, once it's available in mid-August or so. Uh, can I, can I purchase a MacBook Air, uh, M1 for 4k video editing? 
Um, you know, actually, if you're using uh, uh, Apple software, so if you're if you're on, I would say basically either DaVinci or using Final Cut, uh, then yes, I think that's going to be uh, a functional uh, process for you there. Uh, mostly because they're optimized to run there. These these the software is optimized to run, and the M1 is capable of doing uh, 4K editing. Now, I would probably say uh, just again uh, workflows and everything. Uh, the more you add to your timeline, the more complexity that's going to tax the system. Uh, but at least from my experience or from what I've heard, uh, you shouldn't have any problem being able to edit it. Uh, it just make sure that your tools that you're using are not uh, are optimized. That they are optimized for M1. If they're not officially on uh, M1's optimized list then there may be some concerns there. Uh, let me see here. Uh, which is the best alternative? The, uh, the ROG Zephyrus uh, G14 uh, with, the, with the AMD 5000 series or uh, for coding and gaming? Uh, so for going, so those are two different options, right? So for coding, and I'm assuming you're going to be compiling as well, not just necessarily coding on the machine. Uh, and gaming, so those two typically kind of go work together. It's compiling and producing content on the off of it, or even just producing. Um, I think the G Zephyrus G14 is very capable. Uh, you're, you're obviously, I've used AMD processors for uh, the longest time. And I mean that literally for the, the last two builds prior to this one, I've used an AMD processor. I went with the 1800X initially to the 3900X, and now I'm in the 5950X. So I'm like jumping generational, you know, Ryzen 9 from the Ryzen 3 and so on. So from a processor side, the G14 should be more than capable of providing you the tools that you do. Remember, um, encoding uses more processor, gaming uses more GPU. So that's a slightly different requirement on a PC. But if you go with a gaming system, typically that's more than enough um, I would say horsepower. And that's how I've built my systems uh, for the last, for the longest time. I've built them as if I'm a gamer. Uh, sorry, I'm saying, I'm saying as if I'm a game. I do game. I'm not a professional gamer, but I build my systems for gaming. And those requirements typically carry over. Uh, one of the very few devices that I've had an opportunity to use that was not specifically designed for gaming is the PC that I'm using right now to uh, stream our content on. So this is uh, the Acer... Uh, Team DaVinci Resolve on M1. Oh, man. Josh, I need to talk to you about DaVinci Resolve. I think I, I'm, I'm basically just like two seconds away from pulling the trigger and, and leaving Premiere and just jumping on DaVinci. Um, but yes, so what I would say probably, uh, Josh also would be a great person to kind of throw in a little bit of his opinion on the, the Zephyrus uh, G14. Uh, but I think you're definitely going to be uh, pleased with that. There should not be any issues with that uh, for, for both of those. Specifically, since your concern primarily is coding and compiling, so that's going to be a good, decent experience there. Um, Greg is in the chat. Good morning, Greg. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, what? <laughs> would, okay, glad to be there, man. Appreciate it. Oh, man. Sabah. Oh, Aditya is in the chat. Good morning. Sabah Aditya. I hope you're doing well. Oh, man, I think I jumped a few thousand messages. I didn't want to do that. Hey, um, I'm going to put it in the background. Uh, I want to play some <laughs> cyberpunk. Oh, my God, Josh. Oh, dude, Josh, did you see that they have a, uh, a OnePlus cyberpunk edition smartwatch? I didn't even know they were making it. Like, I know there was that special edition, the the, uh, the green uh, sapphire color looking one. But there's a cyberpunk 2077. I so want to get that. Like, I rocking a watch like that, especially with the uh, the AT cyberpunk from last year, the one we had a chance to play with. That would look really, really nice. Um, Dan uh, jumping in with the, uh, the Asus Strix, uh, SCAR 15, uh, is worth, is worth looking at, of course, over the G14. If you want to do something with a little bit more, uh, gun for same, for the same price, it has a high, uh, high, uh, sorry, it's higher TDP limits. 
um, uh, for on the GPU as well. So that that would be the other thing. Focusing on gaming obviously is going to be more GPU intensive. So you want to really kind of play it a little bit by ear, uh, but definitely check it out. Uh, Dan, uh, I, you know, Dan streams consistently, and he's uh, definitely uh, very well uh, versed into the PC side as well. Um, it's a little bit big. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Aditya, uh, oh, Dominic, sorry, uh, TK, I've been using the gaming laptop for coding and, and it's fine, mainly because of the VMS, yes, the virtual machines. Um, I need a gaming laptop for that as well. So again, they're overpowered for what they do originally anyways. So this is why they work perfectly for us. They tend to have more RAM, more storage, and more CPU power, as well as higher end uh, GPUs, as opposed to the integrated graphics. So you definitely cannot go wrong with a gaming laptop. The only thing that you want to keep in mind is just to find the right combination of hardware without necessarily breaking the bank, because most gaming laptops typically go higher. Creator laptops, based on what if you're trying to do mostly creator type style, they literally use gaming hardware, but they just take out some of the gaming bling. So, you know, there's no RGB. Uh, the casing is generally more of a neutral color. And of course, the, the aesthetics are more uh, to what we typically see on laptops, like, you know, just standard. Uh, I'm, not, I'm just going to say, it's just not, not, a, not the gaming flair, right? We're not going to get the, you know, the fans that are going to basically lift the PC up. Um, the Acer Concept D has been working great for me. It gets a 4K panel on it as opposed to a 1080p. So they focus more on the creator side. Uh, but I'm able to play games if I want to, and I can hook it up to an external display as well and project in 4K. Like the way I have it right now in my office, uh, it's a 4K panel on its own, and I have another 4K monitor next to it. And I keep the resolution across both so that I'm able to basically have better experiences. So I don't have to look at a smaller monitor, the 15-inch. That's about maybe you know three feet away from me, um, and I can focus on something a little bit bigger. Uh, but yes, thank you. Thank you, Dominic, for, for chiming in on that one as well. Um, Sarvan's asking here, uh, quick question. Okay, so uh, hey, TK, love, appreciate it, man. Um, is for 4K display overkill uh, like 108 megapixel sensor uh, in smartphones? Can you feel the difference when coming in uh, from a 2K display? From a quality and clarity, Absolutely. It's a double, basically. You're jumping in from, you know, where um, the, the quality of the pictures that you're able to go at 4K is a lot sharper. The difference that you're going from a from a 1440p to a 4K in quality of image is very noticeable. The same way when you go from 1080 to 1440. You have to kind of go with the step, right? So 1080, 1440, and then 4K. Now, going to 8K from 4K is much bigger of a jump, but the, the reality of the matter is the quality of the image is always going to be surpassed. Now, make sure you're getting a good quality panel and when you're going from a, a, you know, from a 2K to a 4K. For me, the ability of seeing the crisp, clear image. So I'm not using this monitor for gaming. This is purely for watching content, watching, editing. I've played games on it, but it doesn't do more than 4K60. This panel is a little bit older. Um, it's, a, uh, it's a Seiki Pro monitor that I bought, I would say, almost six or seven years ago. Um, and I paid a little bit more for it because it was a it is a 32 inch monitor, so it's a large 4K, um, literally slightly smaller than that, my uh, 40 inch monitor that I, a TV that I have at the top. But it's a PC monitor with inputs and so on. So, uh, yes, definitely for editing, for creating, um, and the Wi-Fi behind me on the on the uh, on the Nvidia. I'm not on Nvidia thing. I think this is like the um, the Chromecast with uh, the Chromecast with Google TV uh, needs to reset. Been having a little bit of weird problems lately. But yeah, you could definitely enjoy it. There's there's no question that that's going to be very, very nice. Um, 
series live. Oh, okay. So Dominic, the the Zeus Zephyrus. Uh, let's bring that back here. So Dominic is up there. Uh, the Zephyrus uh, series laptops designs are pretty under uh, underrated. Um, I used the Zephyrus 15, the GM uh, 501, many times in a cafe, and nobody noticed it. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I think it's some of the. It, they're not as pronounced as some of the other gaming. Like if we're going to jump into like MSI or, uh, you know, uh, or any other some of the other. Like I mean, even Asus has some. So I would say. Um, I'm not going to say loud, but I mean, definitely uh, a statement yeah, type of laptop when it talks about gaming. Uh, but it is definitely very nice. Yeah, they have different designs uh, on those as well. Uh, oh, Joe's in the chat and Geek and Asim is in there. Hey, man, welcome, man. Welcome back. Uh, I'm thinking of buying an ROG. Uh, uh, or are you thinking? Okay, sorry. Hold on. Let me jump back. Uh, Bush, uh, Bushra is saying is he's thinking of buying an ROG. I'm assuming you're talking about the gaming phone or are you thinking about a PC? Um, it's like, cause our, I mean, obviously Republic of gaming kind of covers so many different things. Um, ah, hold on. Here's a quick question. So geeking, Asim is asking, what do you think the Reamly UI two based on Android 11? Um, I know that there's a little bit, uh, there's a little bit of bloatware, but I have, uh, I have faced no bugs whatsoever. We definitely faced a lot more bugs with oxygen OS, um, and one, and one UI in the past. Uh, so the, the question here, just to kind of. Uh, encapsulated correctly. I think it's going to re relate a little bit more to what we're talking about here. Uh, this guy. So this is, and of course, if we can get this to, no, this is not going to focus. This is going to be really bugging me. Okay. So here it is. <laughs> we're going to be doing it uh, distance wise. Uh, this is the Realme GT uh, package, a special package that I received from Realme uh, in uh, they're wanting me to basically share some of my thoughts on it, some of the experiences. And the Realme UI 2.0 that he's referring to here is the Realme UI that's running on top of Android 11 on the Realme GT. Um, I'll say this. It's a derivative of ColorOS 11, right? I mean, that's really the best way to describe it. The, the Realme and, um, and Oppo kind of share um, certain experiences. And of course, now we know that Oxygen OS to a certain point, we'll also kind of be sharing maybe same source data, source development here. Um, yeah, that, that's the best way to describe it, I think, from what we heard in the last couple of days. Uh, overall, the UI element is very smooth, very clean, uh, very easy, customizable. Um, I noticed that there's a lot of other, uh, new options in there that that I saw in other uh, in earlier builds uh, that allow us to basically change the animation speed, the loading. Uh, the GT has 12 gigs of RAM, which also gives it a little bit more of a better support for running applications, the 888, 5G connectivity, uh, a large 120 hertz refresh rate display, which is also very, very nice, and a very fast charging battery that also is supported you know, with some of the fastest tech that we can find on the market. Uh, so we're going to get a chance to jump into it. But to kind of answer your question real quick, um, uh, Geek Inasim is, yeah, I, I'm with you. Definitely a lot of improvements in the Realme UI 2.0. And, and I'm actually very much of a fan now uh, with, with the new implementation. Ever since Android 11 came out, um, many, many operating systems have benefited. I, I mean, OnePlus has always been fast. They're known for being fast. But even like on the uh, on One UI, uh, Realme GT, you know, the GT UI or the Realme UI uh, definitely all benefited from that. And it's very, very smooth. Um, the G15 is very nice. Uh, software struggles always, always, man. Uh, Dan, the man, Greg, oh man, always, always uh, glad to see you're in, you made you made the show, Joe. Always appreciated. Uh, laptops are always going to be very interesting uh, for people because they they are very much a tailored experience that you really can't change much, right? I mean, on a, on my desktop, if I don't like my C, my CPU, I can technically change it if the motherboard allows it, or I can change the motherboard with it and you know kind of change things with it. Um, GPU is the same way. You want more a more powerful GPU, you know, put it in. You need more power for that GPU. You change the PSU, 
Those are things that you can do. It's just that unfortunately on PCs, you can't. Um, are you a fan of compact smartphones like the Asus Zenfone 8? Uh, yes, I'm actually very much a fan of uh, what they're trying to do. I was primarily expecting somewhat of a similar experience to what we got last year, where both of their devices are uh, basically the ones with the flippy camera. I, I like this, the, the way they did it with the Zenfone 8. And I think um, uh, Josh, if uh, Josh is still listening to us uh, in the background, he's definitely one of the bigger fans as well. He just dropped a video on that as well. Um, I think the design, the, the, uh, the performance, the experience that they're tailoring for it is definitely very nice. And I love the fact that they've put some focus on the front facing camera as well. So that's one of those really nice options there. Uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon, man, oh man, welcome back. Uh, uh, do you think it'll be cool? Uh, uh, it'll be a cool and good idea for Samsung and Vivo to merge together. That's going to be a tough one if they do. Um, so for me, Vivo has always been uh, like a groundbreaking type of tech, right? They're always creating content, not content, but like devices that are considered to be concepts at best. And they also release some things that are very much experimental, like they're trying to push the envelope. Samsung's approach to what we see from them at this point right now is more of a maintenance and minor um, uh, spec updates every year. For the last year or so, that's how they've been doing it. At least 2021, where we are in the middle of the year at this at this point, uh, we're not noticing a lot of differences, uh, you know, like massive dramatic things like that. And they don't tend to experiment heavily. The 108 megapixel sensor that they basically carried all the way from the S20 to the Note 20 to the S21, uh, they're working on refining it, working better at higher megapixel count uh, sensors and providing you a better experience than some of the issues that I think the S20 was dealing with, the S20 Ultra specifically. Uh, could they? Would there be a benefit if they ended up merging? Uh, potentially, better uh, better representation in the uh, in the Chinese market. Although I feel like Samsung's already kind of pretty big in those markets with their A series and their S series. So it's one of those things I feel like um, it, it's it's hard to tell. But one thing to keep in mind is Vivo is part of the BBK group, which is also part of uh, Realme, Oppo, and as well as you know OnePlus. So it finds it hard that uh, BBK would want to basically sever their relationship with with Vivo for that type of a, a, a basically a partnership without making it a much bigger partnership, I mean. So we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, let me see here. G's asking, uh, what do you think What do you think about 365 hertz gaming monitor? Um, from a person coming in at a 240 hertz gaming monitor, um, I think it's crazy. I think it's realistically just like one of the, the, the best things you could do, especially for the type of games. Now, it depends on the games that you're using. And it also depends on the hardware. I mean, I feel like it's great that we have a very fast monitor. But the reality of the matter, I feel like the monitors are ahead of the hardware that we currently have. And what I mean with that is essentially is the monitor can refresh so much faster than what some of most of us like as an average. I'm not even going to use the word average consumer. I'm talking about in, in general. Most people, if they're upgrading their system, they may potentially think about that monitor, but there's a lot of people that may be upgrading the monitor without upgrading their system and not truly being able to push it to that level. Once you go over 120 hertz into the, let's say, 240 hertz, you're going to start realizing the main benefit, the fast responsiveness of the system. But you also kind of have to marry that with good hardware that has zero latency. So wired connection to your gaming PC when you're playing games, that's always going to be a big factor there. And of course, the right monitor to match the GPU that you're using. So V-Sync or G-Sync, those are always going to be big things in there when you're trying to set up your monitor or system situation. Like the ones in the back behind me, I have a 240 uh, both of them are, well, they're, they're both high refresh rates, 240 on the bottom, G-Sync, uh, um, and on the top, uh, FreeSync 144. So uh, they're optimized to run on two different experiences. But again, for gaming, I focus on the big one. 
because that's the one that can go to 240. Uh, and for me, I want to be able to play, uh, you know, 1440p gaming at high refresh rate. Uh, not to say that 1080 is not great, but when you're playing with the G9 at, a, at that resolution and the wideness of the display, uh, you want to get the best quality of it. So uh, I'm all for it. I've seen some demos on uh, from Razer at CES, I think was it last year. Uh, and I'm definitely impressed with the quality and how they're able to put them in their laptop. So it's definitely very nice. Uh, Earl definitely in there. Uh, hey, TK, uh, Windows 11 beta. Yet. So I did not install the beta mostly because of my hardware problem. There was PC problems that I've been dealing. Uh, Juan did get a chance to install it and check it out. I am not an eager upgrader. Uh, the main PC that I have is my desktop and my laptop is my main laptop system. And I don't want to install Windows 11 on either of them yet. Um, I do have my Mac that has a setup of VM. So I may end up installing it in the VM environment just to check it out. And then when I'm done, I can just throw the VM away and don't have to worry about it. So the thing right now is it's primarily, I feel like it's for people to check out. I realize that it's a lot more stable than what we've seen in the past, but it is truly at the end of the day, early access software that is not intended to be used on a daily driver. So it's one of those things I, I if to truly test it out. Either again, I do a VM situation uh, and I opened up the box here by mistake, uh, open it up, set it up as a VM experience or uh, wait till I see if I can set up one of my uh, little, um, uh, the um, Azul mini PCs and see if I can get one of them to run. Because I do have one of their mini, uh, the the Access 4 should be able to, access, uh, to run it, although not the fastest experience, but it should still be actually pretty decent. Uh, did you get a chance to check it out, Greg? Uh, I don't know if I saw somewhere where you mentioned it. Uh, let me see here. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, maybe Windows 11 will solve all your problems, TK. <laughs> no, I. so the problems that I'm dealing with right now with my PC, which I, I'm pretty sure after a lot of trial and error, has been basically brought down to... Um, Adobe. It's an Adobe optimization for the 3080 Ti. I'm, it's, I'm 100, almost like... I, I want to say I'm like 99% sure that that's where the problem It's because I've tried so many different things. So the reality at the end of the day, what's happening is the 3080 Ti is a very powerful GPU, right? It's a 3090 in a body of a 3080, and it has very much uh, a lot of horsepower, a lot of power, a lot of, you know, essentially is what you want to do if you want to put in a fire, like the best that NVIDIA has to offer, but you don't want to put in a card that literally takes like two slots or three slots, I think, from your system and requires a much, much more boost in performance for power that you need. Um, the problem that I'm having, and I think it's Adobe is not optimized for it yet. Uh, it works, it renders, but it does such a radical shift in how often it, re it renders. And I'm talking about not that complicated of a timeline, mostly cuts and transitions on a, on a clear timeline with overlays of images and videos and maybe text every once in a while. So it's not, again, you guys have watched my videos. I don't do a lot of fancy stuff, but at the most I'm doing, I'm essentially using 4K video from the A7S III that I'm here. I shoot at 4K 60 frames per second and I shoot at uh, 1080p on the overhead because this one does not have, it's it's, an, it's a limitation of again, uh, the camera does not do a video out when I'm using it, um, if, I'm us if I'm recording at 4K. So the limitation that I have there is that if I want to shoot in 4K, I don't have my monitor, which my, my uh, camera monitor access and I can't see how my video is going to look. So I don't want to keep looking up every time to a, tiny little side display. Uh, so till I'm able to upgrade the overhead camera, 1080p is what I render out. So even though it's a 4K timeline, I'm rendering out, I'm rendering out at 30 frames per second, 1080p. That timeline on the 3080 Ti should not be anything worse than what the 2080 Ti was giving me. And 2080, the example would be is if I had a 10 minute video that was on the timeline, I'm able to render it in about eight minutes. So that's reasonable for me. Eight minutes for a 10 minute video, absolutely great. 
the 3080 Ti right now is rendering at around 15 minutes for that 10 minute video. And I tested it with like seriously seven to eight different projects. Um, I've recreated projects. I've even contacted Adobe support. They're not having a word specifically saying, what is it that's causing me to have all of these beautiful slowed down performance where it's essentially a slower, a worse performance than the 2080 Ti. Uh, Juan and I did a couple of tests as well. We decided to run it on DaVinci Resolve and lo and behold, DaVinci is optimized and DaVinci does perform uh, exactly as it should. And what I mean by this, uh, so here's like one of the last tests I was running. So it's an 18 minute video. Um, in When I ran it on DaVinci Resolve uh, on, on it, I ran it in two separate times. I ran it with the uh, QuickTime, uh, QuickTime codec as well as MP4 with the NVIDIA encoding profile. With QuickTime, the 18, 10, 18 minutes and 10 seconds took me nine minutes and 16 seconds. And that's at 60 frames per second. So 1080p 60, that's how long it took. Nine minutes and 16 seconds for an 18 minute video timeline. That's the performance I'm expecting. Now, if I shrink it down and I go down straight 1080p 30 frames per second, I'm not, uh, I'm sorry, 1080p 60 frames per second, but I'm using MP4 as opposed to QuickTime and I'm using the NVIDIA encoding profile, I was down to six minutes and 50 seconds. So that's that's the performance you, you're, you wanna get when you do the massive upgrade that I have gone through in the last month. So long story short or long story long, uh, yeah, maybe Windows 11 can fix my problem, but it's gonna end up being Adobe to fix the problem. Um, Finn just got his first, uh, for his first dose and I, I wish you the best of luck, man. The second one's going to be a little bit, I had a little bit of uh, some problems with it, but I think overall, uh, it shouldn't, shouldn't be too bad. I think it's worth, it's worth it. Uh, as, as, as Juan would say, it's worth it for the monies, but you know, it's free. Uh, resolve is really, really good, uh, for free. I can't complain. So the resolve situation for me is it's a great process. It, it's a great editor for content. And I, and I really like the setup, the, the layout, the professionalism, the, the level of, uh, options that you get with it for it being a free tool, which is another thing that I think a lot of us don't realize. Uh, the only big difference for me is because as the we were talking about kind of going through with this, I'm really heavily uh, focusing on using GPU render power. The GPU as a computing system, it's a, you know, it has its own power, powerful GPU running on it, its own processing uh, center. And for me, when I'm running video, uh, if you're using the free version of Resolve, you're going to be heavily relying on your CPU. So that's one side. Now, it, that's not a problem with the exception as that it makes it so that your system essentially kind of comes down to a stall. You need to let the CPU handle everything. And for the most part, any other resources available for you to do anything else on the system, not only slows down the render, but also it just overall is just going to run slow. So for me, as a free tool, that's great. And if you want to jump in on that and edit and do some content with it, I think it's a great option. But if you want to use, use the GPU functionality, which again, as I said, nine minutes, sorry, an 18 minutes and 10 second process uh, timeline. Uh, and this was uh, just for reference, that timeline I imported straight from Premiere with all of my cuts. So it's exactly the one for one. It's not a, I recreated a separate timeline with separate clips and stuff. No, we're talking same clips, same transitions, same overlays, same everything all across Again, six minutes and 50 seconds. That is just crazy good. That's not even a two to one. That's like a, uh, like a you know, three to one almost. I'm down, I mean, we're actually a little bit faster than it would have been basically in one third of the time of the timeline. So those are things that I definitely appreciate. Uh, Russ is jumping in. Uh, TK, have you tried using the Realme Mini 50 watt charger? Um, <laughs> hold on a second. Let me, uh, are you talking about this one? Are you talking about this little 50, 50 watt mini charger? So, you know, actually that's a good transition. Let's go ahead and do that. Let me, let me set up the table so that we can do what we, well, I want to do. And that's going to be is discussing the brand new Realme GT. 
Uh, we are 38 minutes into the show, so hope you guys are doing great. I'm going to set up a, a little bit of space here. And yeah, this is where we get sliding phones flying all over the place. So we're going to turn on the overhead. I'll give it a second to start. Uh, but that's a good good choice. Yes, uh, so I did have a chance to play around with the 50, the, the slim charger. And um, I really like the form factor. I think it's so nice. It's about the thickness of the smartphone, and it fits in your pocket very easily. Uh, and I like the fact that it's a 50 watt charger, which means I'll be able to charge up the phone very fast in a, in a very short amount of time. So, hmm. just realized I didn't, I haven't been hydrating, and I've been talking at about 50 minutes, uh, 50 words a minute. That's actually slow. Uh, six. <laughs> yeah, no, Greg. It's uh, definitely a big, a big improvement. And uh, the big thing that I also realized is it wasn't even running it at full load. Like it wasn't. Um, initially, when I ran it at 90 at, with QuickTime, QuickTime only ran about 70% load on the GPU. It wasn't using, and it wasn't even using the CPU. And then when I switched it over to the NVIDIA profile under MP4 export for YouTube at 1080p 60, six minutes, man, that is crazy. So next now, the next couple of tests I want to run is uh, a 4K video and an 8K video. I want to see exactly how I'm rendering. If I can do a one-to-one -one on an 8K video, I, I, I seriously... Like I, yeah, that that's that's the level of stuff I'm expecting here. Uh, free game uh, this month is uh, oh Star Wars Squadrons. Okay, so uh, guys, real quick, Joe's just dropped some some really good uh, gold uh, gold information here. Um, anyone uh, that has a PlayStation Plus access, the free game this month is Star Wars Squadrons. I do, and I will, my friend. Thank you very much. Always, always. Uh, let me see here. Oh, dude, Jermaine is in the chat. Good morning. Hey, everybody say hi to Jermaine. Welcome back, man. Welcome. Uh, Finn, uh, I like <laughs> I like the sharing uh, of technologies between BBK sub-brand. It means um, if you need a new charger, you can basically use one across and everything will work. So it's a, it's a very small little secret, and I don't think a lot of people realize, but the OnePlus 9 Pro and the, One, and, uh, and the FX3 Pro share so much that same charger works for both to do the same technology. So I think OnePlus is no longer trying to shift into warp, you know, what they used to basically brand as the warp charging. And now for the most part, the same charger, although even uh, the charger from the OnePlus 9 Pro that features PD charging, so it's a smart charger, um, will charge again. And it actually even works on the Realme GT. I've been using it to run, uh, to charge up the Realme GT as well. I've had the phone for about a week. Uh, not about a week, I'm sorry. Yeah, actually, if I take that back, it's been about a week since I've had the GT when I posted the picture originally. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, so the <laughs> the uh, uh, Joe's jumping back. Yeah, the Xperia one, uh, the Xperia five uh, I I I uh, looks really nice too, and I prefer the size. Only really, uh, uh, oh, um, only really mi uh, missing the depth sensor, uh, as far if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and as well as the uh, the time of flight, the the TOF sensor as well. So, uh, well, actually, I think that's pretty much what you're referring to. It's the time of flight sensor, uh, which essentially is what they're using on the smaller one. So you get the same camera system. You get the you don't get the 4K resolution. You still get the 120 hertz, uh, same size battery, surprisingly, and of course the 30 watt charging. So there's a essentially is all other benefits minus a couple of things, but not not enough for it to become too different. Um, but the biggest thing about the Xperia 5 and the Xperia 1 this year is they're both going to be giving you the same experience. Great video uh, content consumption with the color profiles, the, the 21 by aspect, 21 by 9 aspect ratio, long format, um, great uh, faster charging, the same, you know, the larger batteries, the 4,500 milliampers, uh, of course, and the new camera system that you're getting there with the same uh, configurations on the buttons. So this is going to definitely be very, very nice. 
uh, concept creator, how's, how's, how are the temps with the Xperia 1 Mark III? Uh, does it overheat? Um, so I'll let Jermaine answer that question, uh, but I can tell you from my side, it does warm up. If you got a chance to check out the video, I posted a video on gaming for the Xperia 1 Mark III. Temps can get pretty warm. This is to no fault of, uh, of you know Sony. This is really more of an Xperia. Sorry, it's really more of a Qualcomm 888. It's the chipset runs a little bit warm. It's definitely power hungry and it needs better thermals. Now, the performance on the Xperia 1 Mark III did not suffer from it and it for extended gaming sessions. And HS Power Control does help, although it doesn't seem to... I feel like the profile needs to be updated a little bit to be able to manage the draw that we're going with the 888 and when you're gaming for, for an extended amount of time. But overall, I think it's pretty good. But I'll, I'll let the, I'll let Jermaine uh, jump in with that. Uh, I wish I could answer. <laughs> Don't have it. Uh, dude, no, for sure. Um, so... Let me let's go ahead and switch over cameras. Let me see here. Am I in the right format? La. Okay, here we are. So we're gonna keep it here. We're gonna put our mouse. So let's go ahead and switch over. Let's do the quick unboxing. And I actually will make that little bit of an announcement. Uh sad that Xperia one is another. Um, so it it's not a it's a it's a weird situation. It it's something that is so a couple of things before we jump into the Realme GT. So Qualcomm just announced the 888 Plus, right? That was, I think, during this week was another announcement that they made. I'm hoping that the 888 Plus does focus on redu reducing some of these things. And when I say, the, you know, help, I'm, I'm hoping that the optimizations that they do with the 888 Plus is not just slightly that what we see in the past is essentially the same processor with a slightly faster or a better overclock. And if that's the situation without looking into thermals, I'm hoping that this is... Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm hoping that the 888 Plus definitely performs better than what the 888 is performing. So we'll have to see how it goes there. But one thing to talk about the Snapdragon 888 is that Realme's focus on the Realme GT is for better thermal management when it comes down to gaming. Uh, and for my testing with this, when I was playing with it during the week, I got a chance to play a couple of sessions of uh, real, you know PUBG Mobile and so on, which is like, again, running for about 30, 35 minutes at a time. Um, I have to say, you know what, the the performance, uh, the the actual thermals on this is actually much better than I was anticipating. I didn't have a chance to have my uh, my temperature gun with me to be able to run the temp, but I can tell you that it was not, wasn't feeling hot or uh, warm to the fingers when I was playing with it after finishing, uh, I think, one of my sessions uh, on PUBG Mobile. So I, I'm still testing more some of the other games to be able to see what's the best situation there. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay. Um um Jermaine, first and foremost i am i totally agree the 870 is an absolute beast and is definitely a very big competitive in 2021 it's an overclocked 865 plus which was an overclocked 865 so at the end of the day you're getting some of the best benefits there thermals are much better as well as the fact that you still have 5g connectivity uh with the x50 modem so you're not losing a lot uh, but Jermaine with the super chat, thank you very much, buddy. I always appreciate it. Uh, I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. Uh, but if I tell myself this enough, I might believe it and uh, might be right, right hands on with you and TK. No, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I, I'll say this. We both of us were very lucky and 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 very very uh, blessed to be able to actually have access to this hardware this early, and even with the amount, short amount of time that we had access to it, or we have access to it myself right now, um, it is still a very big glimpse into what Sony's trying to do and what Sony's vision is for 2021 and the vision of promoting uh, better content consumption, better content creation, and just overall focusing on the user experience uh, and 
honestly, I think this is one of the best. This has a very much a high chance of being one of the best devices for 2021 for me and middle of the year. Uh, mostly because of what we're getting with it. I mean, there's something to be said when you're saying, okay, so we knew we had a 4K panel, right? And we've had 4K60 for uh, for the last couple of years. But the 4K 120, and when you're running it at a full power on everything, it just feels like a different phone. It doesn't feel like it's a successor. It feels like a brand new experience. Um, and gaming at this level, uh, getting 120 hertz on the Call of Duty mobile on a 4K panel that I can't even get that here. I mean, I'm, I'm on a 1440p 120, and I'm not able to push more than 120. So I have to drop the 1080 to go beyond that. Just get those. Those are the type of things you have to appreciate. Sony is definitely pushing it and giving us a better experience. So uh, I will say that again. Thank you very much, uh, Jermaine, for, for the support, as always. Uh, but let's go ahead and switch over real quick to the Realme GT and... Um, the 765, uh, Dan, definitely very, very much a powerful device. So here we are. No, this is not a wallpaper, although actually now that I'm looking at it, it looks like a really good wallpaper. Uh, this is the package that I got from Realme. Uh, they sent me this package with the Realme GT 5G. So obviously it's focusing on the Realme GT. Uh, we have the black and white, uh, the black and yellow coloring that match the Realme GT, which is what we've seen. And let's go ahead. Oh, sorry. Before we go too far right there dare to leap and let me see here do i have anything else on the other side no it's pretty much dare to leap upside down uh, nothing on the bottom so let's go ahead and do a quick okay and yes damage during shipping uh that to no nobody's fault uh realistically but i think i need to yeah well we have to basically jump off and uh move some things in here so let me move this and we'll give ourselves a little bit of a window. So the package that I got actually was very, very nice. We have the Realme GT 5G, Realme right there. And as you were talking before, the 50 watt uh, mini charger that they also are announced at the same time. So it's very much a small, like you could see how thin this guy is. And they, of course, included a really nice pair of Realme Buds Air 2. So really, really nice, very nice, small uh, noise cancellation buds from Realme. Very simple to use. Uh, so right there, it says active noise cancellation, 25-hour playback time, uh, eight eight millis 88 millisecond super low latency for gaming, uh, 10 millimeter hi-fi drivers in each, ear, in each ear, and, of course, transparency mode. And, of course, 10 minutes of charge gives you 120 minutes of playback. So essentially two hours for 10 minutes. Very nice. So these are the packaging. These are the things that I got. Let's take these guys out, and we'll put the box away. So here we are, much better, very easy. I know we're kind of getting close to doing a lot of these unboxings. So let's go ahead and we'll go ahead and record on this side so that we have a little bit of a clip there. Uh, so we'll go ahead and open up the phone right away. Whitechapel matches uh, my high expectation. Ju uh, Joe, for sure. Uh, you and me both, um, we, we are definitely looking forward to seeing what Whitechapel has to offer. We're getting very close to September, which is the biggest part of it. Uh, so first thing, uh, hey, welcome to Realme family. This is the Realme GT. Uh, there is obviously a SIM removal tool. And if I'm not mistaken, yeah, some materials, but they also include a case. So we do get a case in the box. And that's something I really miss in the U.S. Uh, when we get a lot of packages from uh, U.S. Uh, devices. They don't include cases anymore. They'd actually practically include nothing. Like a Samsung would probably include these two in the box, and that's it. Everything else would be just empty. So really nice to see that not only do you get the USB Type-A, sorry, these are both USB-C charging cable for the Realme GT. Uh, now, this one is in white, So, but keep in mind when we open up the second box. On the side, we have the Super... Uh, so here it is. 
the Super Dart charger that we get for the Realme GT, USB Type C. We got Realme here. Um, yep. And phones are starting to slide on the other side. Um, it's a uh, Chinese style charger, and but it works. It does work for me in the U.S. because the, they're using the same plug. So that one's also included in the box. So definitely very nice that we include everything that we need. Uh, but as far as the phone, fingerprint sensor is present on the bottom. Sorry for the bad repackaging. Uh, we definitely see the nice, beautiful color Realme right there. Uh, it does basically say that there's a SIM tray available here on the side. Uh, let's go ahead and just take that guy out here. Oh, yeah, actually, I could just do it on the back correctly. So we'll do it here. Open it up. We'll put that one to the side. And let's go ahead and fire up the phone. I'll give it a second. So here, take it on. And uh, so this is the Realme GT. Uh, it has a screen protector that's already installed. Uh, top mounted speaker. We have uh, one of the basically microphones on the top. On the left, we have a power button on the left side. And of course, the SIM tray that's present on the top. We do have a headphone jack, which is also very nice. Uh, microphone, USB-C, bottom firing speaker. We have a power button that is accented with a yellow key. So let's see if we can get that to focus a little bit. Here you go. So you can definitely see that yellow key. But the biggest design uh, aesthetic that I really love about it is this striped yellow, uh, basically like a racing stripe. And you can see that, that blue lighting effect that it kind of goes in there. And this is a vegan leather that's present on the back. So this is one of the designs that they have here. And I'll give it a second to finish booting up. Let's just make sure to get everything set up here. Uh, da, da, da. Here, let me switch over to that one. And if I'm not mistaken, here. Because I, I need to bring up an email real quick for, you, uh, for us to be actually, because I have some details in it. Uh, here, actually, let me, let me go back once. Here. <laughs> always, always nice. So, uh, yeah, here we are. So uh, the overall uh, capacity here that we're getting, it's Snapdragon 888, it's a 5G processor, 120 hertz refresh rate on the display that we have here with 360 hertz touch sampling. So that's definitely very nice. Uh, we have a 65 watt super dark charger that's included in the box. And of course, a 4,500 uh, mAh battery that we have in here. Uh, the uh, the cameras that we have on the back, primary sensor is going to be the 64 megapixel sensor. That's the main sensor, a 60 megapixel ultra wide. And I can think a couple of uh, basically the third one is a assist camera. Uh, the Realme GT is uh, basically one of the cheapest options you can get for a fight. Well, the, the Realme, the Snapdragon 888. Uh, it is running the Realme UI 2.0 that we were talking about it earlier. And you can see here, I have a couple of my games installed. Uh, I have it running on full, uh, you know, 120 hertz right now. And uh, yep, look at that. We are live. We are actually live and TK is talking online. So here's the phone. Let's go ahead and put this on the side for one second to get a chance to check out the other two great things. So the 50 watt charger obviously doesn't charge at the fastest rate, but it charges up to 50 watts, which is opposed to the 65 that we get there. And the 65 watt uh, for me is very, very nice. So, so design, like this is the right design to do. And what I mean by this, you can definitely see that it is almost the same thickness as the phone. It's almost in that small pocket that we have in our jeans and our pants. And of course, also includes the cable that I thought should be coming with the GT in the case. So look, this is the Realme GT. This is the cable you want to use with it. So essentially, you know, charging it like this is the way to do it. Getting the right charging, like even with the lightning, man, look at that. Hold on, let me see. Can we have light now? We'll put that like this. So getting it to, 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 to get that, that type of experience with 
the tiny little 50 watt charger. So this is exactly the way we should be doing it. Plugs in very easily when you're not using it, goes away, becomes very nice. And again, just matches. Aesthetics always, always win for me. Uh, so yeah, the 50 watt charger, definitely a win, a must if you're picking up the Realme GT. Very easy to use. And again, very portable to keep you charged up on this. There's no wireless charging. So your charging is going to be primarily done on wire. And that's going to give you the best experience overall. So for me, for the win, the cable that should have been in the box, but I'm very happy with that for sure. So we'll put that in, put that there, I'll close this case. And then the last thing here is the Realme Buds Air 2. So that's something to keep in mind first. It's These are the true wireless in-ear uh, buds. Very nice, small casing, very simple, very easy. Comes in with the two earbuds. Uh, I already paired it with the Realme GT. There's no and there's no need to install an app, although um, basically all the functions are very simple. Uh, pressing and holding both sensors on the right and left on each on both of these earpieces switch in between switches between um, active noise cancellation and uh, ambient mode. Otherwise, charges directly. And as we saw there, advertised hours. I'll have it. I'll have to spend some more time with it. Uh, charges via USB-C, so right there, the cable, very easy and simple. And there's an, an indicating uh, LED light that's present right there. We'll put that one on the side as well. So uh, Realme, Realme is always going to be a massive, uh, massive brand to be able to play with. This and uh, actually, believe it or not, this is the first, this is the first Realme phone I've actually had a chance to check out. I've used OnePlus, I've used Oppo, I've used. Um, other companies, other brands, uh, uh, devices, but the Realme GT is literally my first. I was very excited that when Realme reached out and I was also very excited that um, they're helping me do a very nice little, uh, so basically it's an assisted, I'll just say this, um, let's, let's switch over back to main camera. Let's switch over, okay, so I think it's time, I think this will be the time for us to kind of discuss a little bit of, of what's going on. Aditya loves the Bumblebee colors, absolutely. It has a lot of that Bumblebee feel. Uh, for me, it reminds me a lot of the McLaren um, uh, moniker uh, that we had with OnePlus not that long ago. If you guys remember, OnePlus used to do a McLaren series. Sorry. Uh, and the last phone they put out together, it was a McLaren uh, called the Concept One. Uh, so essentially, it was a Concept One OnePlus device that had a lot of this type of aesthetic. It was that yellowed leather uh, leather color on the back. And it had a little bit of a stripe that was going in the middle for the McLaren version of it. Unfortunately, that phone did not make it. And uh, Dan, I knew that was going to be one of one of the things uh, up your alley there. So that's what I see it. I, I'm totally with you. It has definitely that Bumblebee uh, Beetle kind of look going on. Uh, but for me, it, it screams McLaren. Now, my experience with this phone for the last week has been honestly very surprising. The UI elements, real new UI is definitely very fast. It's running on Android 11. There's so much of that color OS experience that I feel like it's been tailored to run on Realme devices that it's just screams speed. Customizations, uh, options, uh, always on display with the little options here. So I, I don't know, this is not gonna work. Uh, let me see, can we get it? No, so Sony today will not be behaving and I don't wanna, I don't wanna stop the video to, to kind of get us to fix it. But short answer, camera's experience. Hold on, let me see if we can get this right here. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, I think video out is supported and I'll have to double check. So let's see. Uh, do we have video up? Are we plugged in? Hold on, let me see. One more time, guys. Stay with me. Here. Ah, no, sorry. So that's one thing I don't have here. I was hoping to show you guys some pictures in here. Um, unfortunately, actually, hold on. We think we can do it still. So let's go ahead and do this. We'll jump over here. And so here, let me see if we can do this. We're going to have to do it the good old fashioned way. 
So here, let's jump back in here. So here are some pictures I was taking. Uh, we went over swimming yesterday with my son, some really nice uh, images at the water water park, the Santa Clarita Aquatic Center. Um, and here, oh man, this is just another beautiful sky image. I mean, we have high hot, hot temperatures in Southern California, but pictures just come out crazy good. Uh, one of the other, oh here, oh man, definitely very nice here. So you can definitely see here, uh, that one actually may not look as, as good as I thought it was going to be here, this one. The picture looks better, but for some reason, the when, it look, when you look at it through the camera, it just looks weird. Like I, I can see the color and it's much more rich, uh, but it seems like it does a better job here with this rose. So you can definitely see the detail, 64 megapixel, obviously. They're not going to be doing very, uh, they're not going to be able to, you know, hurt or that's definitely something you can appreciate. Let's see if I can find out some more pictures for you guys. Um, and, <laughs> and here it is uh, me sitting on the couch, taking a selfie. So why not just cap it that way? And then back, same shirt, different place, same party. So very happy, very pleased with it. There's going to be a video obviously pushed out on that, which is my TK essentials of the, uh, the Realme GT. Uh, and I've been using it in the U.S. on T-Mobile. And now, obviously, I don't get 5G. That's one thing to say. In the U.S., we don't have 5G on this, but it is 5G enabled. So it's going to support 5G in specific markets. That's one thing if you're considering getting it. But the price point is what's crazy about it. It's literally around like if you go on AliExpress, I think I was able to see, uh, find it for about $360. That's crazy for a Snapdragon 888. I mean, we've seen cheaper models. Like we've seen... Um, Oh man, what is it called? Uh, the the Red Magic Six, right? The Red Magic Six was like around five ninety nine or so, and that was running the eight eighty eight. Um, I think uh, the Black Shark didn't even run the eight eighty eight; they went with the eight seventy, and they were still running around that same price. So to see something sub five hundred dollars for the eight eighty eight, that's a crazy experience. I feel like the GT screams speed and screams performance. Um, but not asking for much. And then, and actually, even if you find it like on Amazon, yeah, even with resellers, it's still sub 500, like at the 460 bucks. So like, even if you want to just get it and have it delivered straight. So um, the short answer is Realme wanted to sponsor a giveaway. So yes, the surprise is basically, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, in real life, you're not <laughs> released. You haven't released a TK Essentials video on the Xperia 1 Mark II, Mark Three, right? Yes. Um, I shot all of the content for the Xperia 1 Mark III TK Essentials. And the whole thing kind of, I mean, if you watch Juan Carlos's video, you would kind of get also kind of like the mood a little bit that I was going in with it. Um, I didn't feel like it would be bringing in a conversation. It wouldn't, it wasn't bringing the, the, the same level of um, informative content that I felt like people would probably even want to pay attention to, especially with the way the algorithm has been going on on YouTube. It's been a weird conversation to start with. Uh, my videos are long form videos. I don't generally release the TK essentials are never intended to be a short video, right? So my goal with the with the with the with the Xperia One Mark Three at this point is I want to basically cover everything that I can. Um, that it talks about all the different aspects of the Xperia uh, uh, One Mark Three, and still gives everybody the uh, the content that I typically would normally put in a video for a TK essential. But this this phone needs more, so that's why I didn't do that one. But switching it back, um, I'm very happy to basically say this. Um, Realme is a very big, uh, big step for me. Cause again, I've never worked with them in the past and I'm very happy that they wanted to share and be part of the show and be obviously be able to kind of engage with us here on the show and wanted to help us a lot. So it is a giveaway for, uh, basically five different, uh, five winners will be basically able to win. It's not a single winner and it is an international giveaway. Uh, let me bring up this page real quick for you guys. I wanted to share with you guys the, uh, the page before it does go live. It's not live yet. 
So that's one of the reasons why it hasn't, uh, I did not mention it and I did not publicize it yet. It will be obviously advertised and going on and all of that good stuff. So let me share. Let me share, share screen. This is not the inception. Let's go ahead and jump in here. Uh, oh, and here we are. So yeah, the, this, uh, the, the giveaway itself is an international five Realme GT giveaway uh, for Realme and TK Bay fans. So essentially it's a, it's a collaboration between the two of us uh, for five different devices. And the giveaway is going to be going up live in about 85 minutes or 84 minutes. So it's one o'clock Pacific standard time for me. So right now it's 1135. We are at about an hour, the hour, the hour mark of our show. At the two hour mark, typically where we get close to our hour, we, the show ends. Uh, that's going to be half hour before the show, kind of uh, before the giveaway starts. So the giveaway information will be posted. I'm going to post a, a story talking about the giveaway also on the show. Uh, it's not going to be, there's not going to be a lot of uh, requirements for this. Uh, I will say this much. Uh, this is very, very much an engagement and a, a, a collaboration between the two brands. Uh, and I, when I mean the brands, I'm talking obviously about myself, not, not in a brand capacity, but necessarily uh, in, a, in a way that basically makes sure that we are engaging the right way. Uh, the giveaway requirements are very simple, uh, just basically engagement, uh, getting getting some attention from you all and and helping sharing and obviously sharing the love with the with the actual uh, competition. Uh, but the, the short part of it is uh, I always appreciate you guys supporting me, being part of the, the team and helping us out. Uh, and I want to be able to share things back with you. So Realme is providing the phones. They're going to be shipping out the hardware. I don't actually have the five phones. So that's one of the biggest part. And at that point, I feel like this will be a great way for you guys to enjoy checking out this device. Their biggest challenge that I feel like will, will always be a, a thing is they want to get people engaged with these smartphones in a way where that once you win the device, obviously, is to be able to use it to create content, to talk about it, to share it. I get what they're trying to do. They're wanting people to basically showcase the device. But in reality, it's more about kind of like, you know, when you win something and you get a chance to really win something that you really want is they want to be able to see how much you love it and sharing that love online. So. The giveaway is going to go for about a week, the entry time for the about a week. It's going to start at 1 o'clock, uh, again, half an hour after the show uh, ends today. And it's going to go for about a week for entries. And there's going to be some options for you to try different things to enter, one of which I'm really liking. That's something that I did with Juan Carlos not that long ago, where I want you guys to try to help try to give me if you can um, and for extra bonus entries this is not a requirement to be to qualify but essentially is uh, to share why you would want to win a realme gt or why would you want to win a phone from realme uh, and i think sharing that online and obviously submitting your uh, your entry there because it also weighs a little bit better it gives you uh, the ability of basically showcasing and showing that you're more, uh, I would say, engaged with this. And it doesn't require anything from you other than just creating the content and providing a link. Uh, so that's the best way to say it. Uh, so uh, Todd is jumping in here. He says, uh, TK, are you going to be doing a follow-up uh, review? Of the Yes. So I'm working towards my review of the Realme GT 5G. I haven't put out a video on that yet. Um, I showcased, I just posted a picture about it when I first got it. And unfortunately, in the middle of the TCL 20 Pro, in the middle of the uh, Xperia, in the middle of everything else that was going on this week, I hadn't, I did not have enough time to put out a content on it. So this is, uh, this is my announcement, and uh, the video obviously covering the Realme GT will be coming out. I'm hoping to time it around the announcement of uh, when we are able to pick out the winners. Uh, the, the short answer is uh, the list is the, the link will be will be updated in the description below. Uh, it's not that complicated uh, to be able to make the qualification, but if you want to get some extra bonus entries and share why you would love to be part, why you would you love to win a Realme GT, I think that'll be really nice. Uh, the biggest thing that I, I would probably say for me is uh, just trying to get 
you know, more community engagement. It's not necessarily just about giving out phones. It's more about, or, you know, a chance to win a phone. It's more about uh, showing up and building community and, and showing engagement and, and obviously allowing people to uh, share the content, but also necessarily kind of like help, uh, help the community basically uh, just engage. That's primarily what it is. Uh, Aditya, always, I appreciate that, guys. Uh, if, of course, if you guys like the video, please make sure to, uh, to hit that like button and share it. Uh, it does help the channel, and of course, it does help the performance of, uh, of the videos as well. So the goal of this video, which I will be changing the title of the video uh, and obviously the thumbnail very soon, as soon as the show is over, uh, is to give you guys an announcement on this. And uh, I wish you guys the best of luck. And I'm, again, very, very happy. First time working with, uh, with Realme and then first time right out of the box, they wanting to share. Um, I'll say this, that wasn't all of the surprise. That wasn't the whole surprise. There is a second part of this that I won't be able to share with you guys till a little bit later because I'm waiting on some confirmation, but that's, that's as much as I can say about that. Um, but I'll, I'll say this entering for this one or qualifying for entering on this one could potentially get you in into the second part. So I'll, I'll have to work on that part and I'll share with you guys more throughout the week. Uh, so it, it is not, <laughs> although great and although really, really nice, we haven't really hit all of that, all the, all the main high points on that one as well. So keep, keep an eye out for that one as well. Uh, dare to leap. And, uh, you know, I truly feel like Realme's message here is really trying to resonate with like the 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 their their hashtag that they they mentioned to me was the you know flagship killer 2021 when you see what they're trying to do what you what they're trying to give you they're truly sitting uh with that resonating the right way with the flagship killer title it's spec you know flagship specs 12 gigs of ram 888 5g uh, we're talking about 120 hertz 1080p panel uh great design uh great aesthetics um, and I do want to say, and I will mention this, I do want to mention one thing is I don't have confirmation from uh, Realme yet if they're going to be giving out exactly the same model that I have here because the Realme GT exists in different versions. Uh, but it is a GT to, to my understanding. And it, uh, as far as the color and selection, I'll have to confirm that with them. But you are, we are still talking about the same specification. The, the model they sent me is may have been the review unit. And I know there's a few other options available depending on the market that they're in. Uh, but short answer, best of luck, check it out. Uh, you know, let's talk about it. Uh, hit me up. Obviously, you know, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, as well as here on YouTube, uh, would love it if you guys could, uh, basically, you know, support the channel and enjoy and best of luck. I wish again for everybody, uh, the links and everything in the description will be updated as well as some social posts. So I will be posting it on Instagram, on Twitter, and I'll try to keep the conversation going again. It's a short period. Um, think of it as a best way of saying a happy 4th of July to everybody for us to be able to kind of check it out. Uh, so yes, a very, very happy, uh, very, uh, very pleased, very blessed, uh, to finally get a chance to play with, uh, to, to use, and uh, not only that, to work with Realme on this. Um, the last thing I did want to talk to you guys about, obviously, since we haven't got a chance to talk to, we talked about the Xperia, we talked about the, the Realme GT, uh, the TCL 20 and, um, the TCL 20 Pro is very much an interesting device for 2021. The reason behind that is it, they've done a decent upgrade to what we got last year. And I know I'm kind of like shifting gears right now. Uh, always, always appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, again, yes, uh, I'll give you guys, well, you know, actually, let's just do this. I'll give you guys the link now if you guys want to check it out. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and throw it in the chat. 
it's not live yet. Like I said, it still has 77 minutes to start, uh, but it'll give you guys a chance to check it out to see if you want to be able to, uh, you know, see what it is. Uh, the main rules on it are very simple. Uh, it's a one week entry point. Uh, at the end of the week, I will be reaching out to the winners and the winners have 24 hours after the initiation of communication for me to reach out to them in the way they won. So essentially, if they won via Twitter at using an apt name and I try to reach out to them, uh, it's something that I want to make sure that if they don't respond within 24 hours, they understand that that window makes it so that I have to pick up another uh, winner. So a 24 hour response time from the time of winning uh, and communication. So winners, hopefully I can, uh, I'll be able to share with you guys. Um, I was hoping to have them share with you guys during the show next week, but I, I didn't want to end the entry point like right before. So what I may end up doing is a Sunday morning, um, early morning, Sunday next week, I'll wake up and then we'll do a quick, uh, like a five minute live stream just to kind of talk about the Realme GT as well as announcing the winners. And then we'll go from there. So hopefully that that helps as well. Um, is the the Poco F1 uh, successor that Poco never <laughs> uh er 1980 man sabaho man hope you're doing well uh yeah no of course gary gary the, gary the fireman man happy happy saturday happy shabbat uh shabbat shalom uh, gary hope you're doing well uh gary, gary the legend the fireman he is gary hashtag the fireman that's how i like to uh, always a corner of that one there um yes <laughs> I say contest. Uh, yeah, uh, I just posted it a couple of minutes ago. Uh, it's a giveaway for basically five Realme GT phones from from Realme. And um, it's going to be an entry point that starts in about 75 minutes or an hour and a half. Um, yeah, it's about an hour and a half. What time is it now? 11.44. No, an hour and 15 minutes. I don't know how my, I'm bad at timing. Uh, let me say stop sharing here. And um, so again, best of luck for everybody. And uh Hope you guys get a chance to actually win one of these guys. I think it'll be really, really nice. Um, <laughs> DTO, hope you guys are doing well. Um, unrelated, but uh, PTK, have you seen the Galaxy Watch 4 Classic leak? Uh, what's your opinion on them, Finn? You know what? I saw the leak and I saw the, the some of those. Yeah, obviously, so the, the, I would say it's kind of a leak, but you know, Samsung announced it. It wasn't really that much. Uh, they included some visuals. The leaks that we saw with some of those, uh, I'd say the PR material that we saw, uh, they look very interesting. I, I like the aesthetics. I like the, the difference in, you know, the, so I'll say this. They're keeping the crown. They're we're talking about the button configuration on the side. So it's they're speaking to everything I like about a smartwatch. It's going to be running the new Wear operating system from Samsung. Sorry, from Google, and of course Samsung will be using that as their main operating uh, system. Surprisingly, also I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, both the um, uh, man the E3 and the TicWatch 3 Pro uh, from 2021 from TicWatch are going. From what I understand, is that there will be supporting uh, the new Wear. So uh, from a spec configuration, if you bought a smartwatch in 2021, running the uh, the Quonk, the the Snapdragon Wear 4100, you should be pretty good, especially with the one gig of RAM on the system there. Uh, Rumored for to support 45 watt charging. So Russ, I'm actually I would be very surprised if the S21 FE does actually support a faster charging than the other S21s that we have. Typically, what Samsung will do is they're going to be rehashing some of the hardware that they had for the S21 series, and most of those had a hardware limitation of 45 25 watt charging. So for them to give it an FE a feature higher than the earlier one, Samsung doesn't typically do that. Uh, more than likely, this is going to be still a 25 watt charging, and it may be uh, providing us some better experiences as far as basically more of a buck bank for the buck. Remember, it's more of a tailored experience, not an improvement over uh, the existing series of the S21. So we'll have to see how they come out. 
out. I mean, um, we are what in July, so I think we're pretty much poised to have an, an unpacked, an actual, uh, like a, an, an official, you know, uh, unpacked from Samsung in the near future. So we'll have to see how that kind of works. So my goal, hopefully, to see is if they provide us with uh, a the watch, the new Galaxy Watch Four, is it going to live up to the hype? Is it really as smooth and and the uh, all the improvements that they're telling us and they're showing us in the in the, uh, the cutscenes, I guess, are going to translate well on devices. I am going to be trying to push and see if there's any way or shape or form to be part of a beta system or beta group to test it out on TickWatch, if that ends up being a thing. And I'd love to be able to share with you guys my opinions there. So we'll, we'll have to see, yes. Uh, but if it does show up with 45 watts, I think that'll be a great opportunity. Uh, it's just that we saw the S20, S, the S20, um, yeah, so the S20 Ultra featured 45 watt charging and the S21 did not. The Note 20, uh, 20 did not either. Samsung, for some reason, has a, a very um, interesting approach uh, to uh, batteries and charging speeds. They're they're always going to be very concerned uh, to not have a repeat of the Note 7 situation. So that would be one of those things. Um, I think I may have missed one. Oh, man. Uh, you, oh, so Ukraine is playing today. Okay, good. Uh, S20 FE has a micro SD card. That would actually be very nice. I, I would really hope that they do keep or bring an, S, an SD card back into the S21 series. It would be funny that the S21 FE, the more affordable version of the S21s, would be the one that carries the feature that they took away from the more expensive. It's like you get the feature you want for paying less, not paying more. But we'll have to see how that goes. Um, <laughs> I, I like this one. Aditya said like it's Ukraine playing today. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, no, no, definitely for sure. So um, it, it's one of those things to keep in mind, right? So uh, devices and, and announcements and launch, uh, launch dates are always going to be very interesting. The TCL 20 series is finally in the US, which is very, very appreciative for me. Uh, first, because we have a bigger uh, TCL 20 Pro than what we had last year. Uh, we still have the gorgeous TCL display technology that we have from, from TCL. This is something that you have to appreciate. And it's a larger device, wireless charging, uh, better sensors, seven series processor. We still have expandable storage. We have an IR blaster and a headphone jack on the on the phone, um, as well as the fact that we, again, have the ability of using uh, expandable storage on this. So not only are you getting a lot of storage, but you're getting expandable storage for under 500 bucks on their best of the best that they have to offer with the seven series, 750 G uh, processor, which is, again, focused on gaming. Uh, we have a dedicated smart key that you're able to customize. So here, I launched the camera here, and I can double click twice, and that launches the assistant. And if I press and hold, if I'm not mistaken, that's going to launch uh, the optimized app, and you can customize it. Uh, that's one thing I was wishing more on uh, on the, on Sony's uh, the Xperia One Mark Three. We don't have a way of customizing the additional button that we have there for right now for the US and I guess the global market. Uh, you have to pay, you basically just use the assistant. The Chinese model had the ability of picking between four different options, one of them being the assistant, uh, or I think, no, I think different, they had different search engine options that you're able to add in there uh, that you can customize that button for. For us, I'm hoping maybe at some point we'll get that. Uh, but again, bringing it back to the uh, to what we have here with the uh, the TCL 20 Pro, the color on this one, this this green tone color, and I, and I say green, but it's not really, uh, it has more of a teal or a bluish tone color. Let me just put it down here. And it just looks really nice. And of course, the the frosted section as opposed to the clear back is very nice. And it does have the approach that I like. Cameras on a sensor on a, on a device, when you're taking pictures, 90% of us, or at least the way I do it, 
I always hold my phone sideways. Now, it's great to have cameras that are present in a cluster in the center or on the top, but when your sensors are not parallel to each other, maybe they're next to each other, it creates an interesting approach when you're switching from different lenses. So when you take the second lens, you'll notice that the, the field of view slightly shifts. This one is the best. And of course, it has that really nice, uh, very nice uh, charger. We also got a slightly faster charging as well. Uh, and it just screams experience. So for me, very excited that I have a chance to play with the TCL 20 Pro. I pushed out a video on Monday talking about all three, the 20 Pro, the 20 SE, and the 20 S. Um, basically, uh, an experience at $189, the $249, and the $499. And all are going to be running, obviously. Well, the TCL 20 Pro will definitely be receiving two versions of software upgrade. That's something that was changed from TCL from last year. And I think that's a good improvement, a good direction to kind of go through. So Android 12, which should be coming out hopefully later this year and an Android 13 by the end of next year. So in reality, about a year worth of updates, but in kind of encompasses all the way all to the end of the end of 2022. So we'll have to see how that kind of goes. Uh, TCL reminds me of uh, of the Velvet. Yes, absolutely. Juan, Juan would be with you on that one right away, Russ. Uh, TCL is very much building on that community, building on that feeling, and um, definitely re resonance there. The the only thing I probably would say is I want to be able to try the the NXT Vision Vision uh, sorry glasses that they announced uh, because at the at this moment at least or at least at launch they announced them that they would be compatible with the 20 Pro with an over the air update. So even currently this version of the phone does not support it. There'll be an OTA at the time of an uh, availability for the uh, for the glasses, and then you'll be able to use them. And the, again, the intention behind here is to, again, just feed off of the technology that, that, that TCL is known for, and that is displays. So think of it of uh, the NXT Vision option that you get in there to be able to improve the video on this, the audio, the headphone jack, the remote control to control TVs. In the US market, this is the only phone released in the US that features an IR blaster. We don't have other phones that have IR blasters anymore. Uh, now, I, I know Xiaomi has them, but obviously, you know, those are having to be imported. So it's one of those things to keep in mind. Um, oh, man, I think I'm here. Okay, let me let me take a quick sip. Let me see here. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, TCL will be the new LG, Greg, definitely. Um, surprisingly, actually, and, and last night, actually, I had an opportunity to finally uh, go, go out with the family. Uh, we got a chance to go to a quinceanera. Uh, it's a... Um, it's a, it's a gathering of family and friends uh, for to celebrate uh, a girl, uh, basically a, a girl growing or basically reaching her 15th birthday in the Spanish called in the Spanish community here in Los Angeles. Or I, I'm assuming it's international, but at least that's how I'm aware of it. Um, and we had a chance to spend some time with my, uh, you know, my son and my uh, my wife, and we got a chance to dress up a little bit. So. Um, from last night dancing and, and it sounds like I was partying all night uh, and and just basically being up for all of that stuff. My voice took a little bit of a, a hit on it, uh, and so I'm I'm if it's if I sound a little bit coarse, that's a little bit because of that. Uh, it is very very. It was very nice to, to be able to go out and just uh, kick it, uh, Joe Hickey. Uh, and I got I'm not against buying. Uh, I'm not against buying one, but it's very complicated to unsubscribe it because uh, it just need, okay. It needs a few months. I think there's like okay, I may be missing a conversation going on between uh, Dominic and Aditya and Joe. Uh, it's national sports. Uh, it's a national sport, Aditya. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, soccer. Uh, it, well, football. Sorry. Uh, so the uh, the football match has been really really crazy last week. 
um, I, I or during the week, actually, I got a chance to, I was talking to my in-laws while they were watching the Germany and, uh, and England game. And that was a, that was a very surprising. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think both are great, great teams, but the win, the way they scored the first goal. And then the second one, that was just crazy. Like seriously, it was a weird, like a, it was a refreshing, but it was an un, like an unforeseen just game. And I, I don't want to turn it into a, a massive, uh, you know, uh, gaming and so on. So, um, uh, it's just like cricket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always, always. Uh, but yeah, no. So there's a lot of things going on this week. Uh, next week, I'm going to be focusing a little bit more on trying to push out some content uh, again on the on the uh, the Realme GT for sure. Uh, the Series A, the the Pixel Bud Series A, which unfortunately I did not get a chance to push any video out on that. Uh, I've been using them, really happy with them, very very enjoying joyful, well, very joyful experience when it comes down to audio performance. Uh, it's it's definitely going to be a a good. Um, I would say it's a good, well-rounded pair of earbuds uh, that give you a decent battery life, great connectivity, as well as having the Google Assistant integrated into the entire UI element. That's something that you don't really get uh, unless you're going into, let's say, the Sony XM4s, like the WF, uh, so the WH1000XM4s. Uh, so those are some of the things you want to keep in mind. So that that's primarily the video I'm going to be focusing on. So there's going to be this, uh, the Pixel A Buds, uh, another video on the Sony Xperia 1 Mark III, as well as the video on the Realme GT. So those are I'm, go, I'm shooting for those three videos before we see each other again next Saturday and talk a little bit more about the Realme GT. Uh, the Realme GT for me is going to be pretty much more of a TK Central type of video. Uh, and I feel like because this this is a device that needs to be kind of covered and talked about. You can get it in the US and even with the import functionality, uh, and I mean, obviously by import tax, you know, uh, people adding more charges to it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be very, very, uh, very interesting week. But one thing I will definitely be saying, I'm really, really hoping, and I'm really looking forward to when, um, uh, Dan and I, or air guys could get a chance to play some, uh, basically <laughs> apex legend again. Uh, I tried playing a little bit, uh, Dan, and I'm trying to, uh, I, I saw the new skins. I saw the new, uh, Valkyrie skin, the, the whole retro look going on. Uh, I don't know if they did the same this because uh, Call of Duty decided to go back to the 80s. Uh, this one is going more retro. So um, I wanted to pick up the skin for it, uh, but I, I'm it, there's also like some skin packs and so on. But I didn't realize like add-ons for Apex are a lot more expensive than I thought they were. Like I feel like if you kind of look at it from from the aspect of how much money you have to spend if you have to buy like cash to buy there to, to buy the actual uh, currency to be able to buy these uh, packs, uh, I felt like Call of Duty was a little bit less, but then. It, both are in the are in the business of making money, right? So Warzone is free, obviously, and you can buy all these additional things. But if you buy the game, you're still having to buy all those extra things to kind of get that. Because I have Black Ops, uh, and that's how I've been playing. So short answer, really excited to see what's coming up. Uh, but you know, with Apex Legend, I'm going to be hopefully. Um, oh, good, good, good. I'm glad uh, Dan got a chance to. Okay, I didn't get a chance to see. Uh, I didn't see you online, so I, I may have missed it. I do apologize. Yesterday was a little bit of a, a busy day here. Um, with with the whole getting going out uh, later in the afternoon, we had to kind of finish a whole bunch of stuff early in the morning, make sure everything was done. Uh, and uh, yeah, for sure, uh, got a chance to actually test it out where my car, the, the Tesla had five people in it. And that was interesting. Uh, actually having five people in the car doesn't really impact the performance on the on the Model 3. It still was crazy as fast as it was before. Uh, oh, dude, Joe, Joe, Joe's hitting us up, uh, giving us the, the reminder. Oh man, <laughs> uh, TKception, TKR Bay, TK Alpha Bay, and it's coming home. To, uh, it's coming home. Hashtag TK is coming home. Uh, it's we're almost at that time. We're definitely very close to that time. I know it's like around one twenty-five. I think we need to kind of start priming it. 
I think what's happened, Chemi, is uh, for the last few weeks, I want to say maybe almost a month, um, the show's been running about an hour and 45 minutes. It hasn't been really hitting the two-hour mark as much. I haven't been hitting it uh, mostly, be, uh, mostly, I think, because I think we had that, we've reached that natural transition from one to the other. Um, <laughs> I'm doing the same, but uh, uh, house <laughs> chores. Yeah, yeah, gotta you gotta get everything taken care taking care of everything, and then uh, you know uh, that picture that I was showing you guys with the Realme GT uh, was from uh, Omar's swimming class. So he he goes to the aquatic center to to do some swimming there, and it was definitely a very nice day to go out and take some pictures. So it was really really nice. Um, Earl, yes, so I saw that one as well in Pennsylvania briefly. Uh, uh, try, <laughs> um, I'm smiling and, and I'm actually a little bit concerned, but I don't know exactly all the specific circumstances of what was going on, but it is concerning. Uh, one thing I would probably say is I, I wasn't concerned. I, I was concerned for the gentleman that was in there or the person that was in the car. And uh, luckily it wasn't as bad as, as, as you know, just when you hear it initially. Uh, but I'm also interested and I'm not concerned as much because my car is very different than that. My Model 3 is a very far, you know, like very separated from the Model S. And I hope that they're able to figure out exactly what was the reason, cause, and uh, obviously address it. Says the the car has literally been barely out and starting getting deliveries in like less than a month. So it it's a very concerning uh, position to be in when we're when we're talking about the Model S uh, specifically. Um, uh, the play, the Model S played uh, plaid uh, edition. I understand, uh, but football. <laughs> oh man, the DT is going on uh, going on to it. Um, for sure, for sure. So uh, let me see here. Uh, oh, Greg. So uh, the, the the situation. I think what happened is there was having the, there were some internal issues with that vehicle that did cause it to catch uh, fire. So I don't have all the specifics as to the cause on it. Uh, I do know that I uh, that it is something. I think a lot of people are very concerned. It's considered to be one of the fastest production cars on the market, zero to sixty in one point nine seconds. So it's like crazy fast. Like we're talking ludicrous speed. Uh, not plaid. I was just call it ludicrous. I just say that, yeah, the Tesla Model S ludicrous uh, edition. Uh, but uh, it's one of those things that you always have to kind of be uh, be concerned with speed and performance and the way these cars are built. So I'm hoping it's it's a uh, it's a faulty unit, not necessarily a, a fault in the system. So that's something to be we'll have to definitely check it out. Uh, so Hussein Ali, ahlan wa sahlan, welcome. Um, yes, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the chat. So I think it's almost that time. Let me see. It is uh, 1.30. Yeah, so it's uh, an hour and 30 minutes. So let's go ahead and uh, start. Let me just do this real quick here. Um, I would say you just go ahead and actually start putting in some of the TKception chat. Um, if you guys are not familiar with it, this is the part of the show where we put in our TKception uh, comment. We just like to kind of recognize the show, but also kind of give us a little bit of way to kind of thank each other and talk about what's going on. Um, and as that that's kind of going on, um, I'll say this. Uh, the Realme GT has a very unique experience that is crazy, crazy, crazy reminding me of the early flagship killer experience. And that's really why I felt like, like when you, we've seen companies use the word flagship killer for the sake of PR, uh, you know, grabbing attention for that. But the Realme GT seriously kind of meets or fits that bill. I mean, we are sub 500, again, on AliExpress in the 300s, not even 400s, uh, in $300, $369, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but the short answer is 
the price isn't reflecting the features and uh, the, the quality of the content that you're getting here. So there's a lot of benefit to go with it on top of the fact that it is running the latest and greatest, uh, obviously short of the 888 plus since that one was just announced. Uh, but we do know at least that in the near future, if I'm not mistaken, I think Honor 50, no, Honor Magic 3 is going to be featuring the 888 plus. I think Honor made an announcement uh, right after Qualcomm when they announced the processor. So looking forward to checking that out. I'm still trying to actually get my hands on an Honor 50. I know it's been out in China, uh, but uh, as you guys know, for many, many years, I've been a great Honor fan. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, so with that, the the Xperia 1 Mark III, I, I've heard this term quite a bit from many other content creators on the market right now or on the show, on YouTube. Uh, that this is specifically made for, it's a niche market. It's, I heard somebody say that this is an enthusiast's phone um, and only enthusiasts will appreciate it. I think at the end of the day, when we talk about any piece of tech, it is truly dedicated to a specific type of personality or a specific person. It's, we don't, there is no, uh, there's no, um, there's no one uh, piece of tech that appeals to everybody. There's going to be uh, basically, you know, I like iPhones and no, I like Samsung phones. By de by definition, you're not appealing to everybody. It's you're feeding into the consumer base that you're working with. So devices made for a specific subset of them, meaning specific people that love the, that love their ears, that love having uh, control over their camera, that love having the uh, great uh, functional display that runs at 120 hertz, a 4K panel. Um, you know, there's a lot to be said there. Sony is trying to. Uh, in, a, in a certain way, educate us on how we should be able to appreciate our hardware. And, you know, even if they're not planning on selling millions and millions of them, they're truly feeding into what, what is truly a Sony message. It is what Sony is known for and what Sony does best. So uh, that's the best way I'll, I'll summarize the Xperia 1 Mark III. It builds on everything that you like about Sony and basically takes it even more. Uh, reverse wireless charging, uh, 4K 120 is absolutely one of the best content with consumption displays on the market. There's just a lot to be said about that. Uh, and then the last thing, of course, the TCL 20 series, I think it's a great way for us to see TCL uh, bring in and update the series of smartphones that we got from 2020 and give us a little bit more too. We're getting better improvements on them at a still very reasonable price. They're still sticking to their guns. Again, 189, 249, and 500. Um, oh, and uh, before I go too far, Sony's promotion right now, um, you're able to pick up if you pre-order them, at least in the U.S., and I'm hoping in the in uh, EU is going to be the same, you're able to get a pair of WF. Uh, this is the WF uh, 1000XM3s uh, for free and up to 4,300 4, um, XP points, uh, CP, uh, basically currency within uh, credits, basically essentially um, inside of uh, Call of Duty Mobile. So a lot of focus there, and Call of Duty does run at 120 frames per second. This is crazy. So for sure. Um, so with that being said, let me go ahead and just bring us over to the second screen. Um, and I know I've been kind of like skipping through here. Let me see here. Let's see if I can find the first one. I think Dan was in there. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, so I see ER in there. I see uh, the, <laughs> the watch be with you. Uh, okay, so Dominic Juan, I think we're going to hit up with Dominic Juan first. Share screen. And I'll go ahead and do that. One, two, three. And oh yes okay that was a there was a little bit of a glitch there um so thank you very much to dominic for hanging out with us and kicking us uh, kicking it with us on a saturday morning with tech again um make sure you guys check out the link in the description that's going to be in the description i'll actually post it as the first link as a comment to this video as well uh, so you guys will have a chance to check that out as well 
so thank you very much to Dominic Juan. Thank you to ER, uh, Ibrahim, uh, TKception, as, as always. Uh, Greg, <laughs> the Schwartz be with you. I love it. It, it, it. You know, it's seriously one of the best, in my opinion, one of the best movies ever made. And it is one of the best movies. Like, you have to check it out. Spaceballs for the win. Um, always, always. Uh, all right, guys, uh, fo uh, football time for me too as well. TK Bay, TK Exception as well. Yes, it is. The matches are about to start. Uh, always gonna going in there. Finn Jacobs is in there as well. Thank you very much. Uh, Greg, as always, thank you very much. Aditya, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Cumberbatch, TK Exception, TKR Bay, TK Alpha Bay, Super Saiyan Bay, always Goku, uh, and TK now working with Realme Bay. <laughs> Oh my God. I think one day we're going to have so many hashtags, it's going to fill up the screen. I think we're probably going to hit that one. And now that I said that, I feel like somebody's going to take that as a challenge. Um, it is not a challenge. Chemi Torres, of course. Thank you very much. Always real me, <laughs> the real me Bumblebee. Uh, Dominic Juan in there as well. TK Seption, TK Alpha Bay. Always, always really, really good. Um, and this is okay. So, Guys, do me a big, big favor. Is is Matt in the chat? Because I think I may have missed him if I didn't, if he's not in there. For the last few weeks, he's been he's been killing me with the I keep missing his comment when we go through these TK exceptions. So if you do see it, please let me know. Um Jimmy Fire Dragon, thank you very much. Always make sure you guys check out that giveaway, of course. Uh, and of course, Earl Owens, uh, TK Exception, TK Xperia Mark One, uh, Mark Three, uh, TK TCL, and TK Real uh Redmi. Um, it's the, it's the real me, uh, it's, uh, the, uh, the other one as well. Everybody, everyone is different. Uh, yeah. Um, I, th I think, yeah, I, I think th the comment was very much clear who said the enthusiast, uh, I think it, well, I'm sure a lot of us kind of saw the content as well. Uh, and of course the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Gary, the fireman, uh, always hitting us with a massive, uh, super chat. Thank you very much. TK exception, TK alpha Bay, TK Tesla Bay, always with the TSLA, uh, moniker for, for the stock as well as TKR Bay. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Finn Jacobs again, uh, Russ always, always appreciated. I, I know Marilyn was in there in the chat earlier in the, uh, earlier in the show, as well as, um, you know, um, Josh was in there as well. Uh, so definitely very happy, <laughs> happy to have everybody supporting the channel. Uh, uh TK, oh, TK, uh, TK Infinite, yes, uh, definitely. And then, of course, Jimmy Fire Dragon closing us off. Uh, and again, I did not see Matt. If I did, if anybody did see Matt, please ping, ping me, hit me up. Let me bring that up at one more time. Um, TK Realme giveaway, TK Exception, TK Realme PR. I wish I worked there, but no, uh, TK uh, Podcaster and Apex Legend for the for the win. Always, always, always for the win. Oh man, it's it's been definitely an interesting week, a very busy week from a uh, a slew of uh, kind of weeks going on where we didn't have a lot of things going on. So, um, kind of recapping things, Windows 11. If you want to check it out, definitely my recommendation is set it up on a separate PC that you're not running uh, as your daily driver. If you're comfortable in VMs, I recommend you even just installing it as a VM on your system because then you don't have any of the issues or the concerns. If something goes wrong, you can just basically nuke the VM and reset it and start over again. So that's one of the things you want to keep in mind. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate it. TK Big Bro, always, always, always. Uh, I, I appreciate it there. Um, so it's it's one of those things you want to check it out. Uh, the Realme GT, again, very, very compelling smartphone. Um, although I do know that they also release and there is more information about another Realme GT uh, Neo, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's going to be coming out uh, featuring the MediaTek processor that's also going to be coming out in the, uh, to the market. 
the uh, the biggest thing I would probably say here is uh, don't make your decision based on a single source of data. Make sure you get all of the information that you get from multiple sources, and then at, at that point, make your decision. Uh, what we get with smartphones in 2021 right now is in some areas are spec bumps and some areas are innovation. What we're seeing with Sony right now is a jump, truly massive jump that, in my opinion, we were kind of halfway there in 2020 with the Xperia 1 Mark II. But keeping in mind that the Xperia 1 Mark II did not feature a 4K 120 in uh, the 4K. Sorry, the 4K 90 hertz refresh rate that they were giving us is more of an upscaling that didn't really necessarily give us that experience. I feel like this is where we are. Uh, the Xperia 1 Mark III hits the spot. It's a pleasure to use the smartphone. There's no question it has a lot of features that I love. The speakers are better. The headphone jack is great. Uh, wireless, reverse wireless charging. Uh, some of the improvements that we have within the gaming center, I also think it like is a big factor. When you add that high refresh rate to a device, it's not just about the smoothness of the UI element, but it's also about gaming. You want to be able to cover both sides of the story. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. Uh, <laughs> Samsung has thankfully announced uh, the next unpacked event uh, for the 11th of August, 3 p.m. UK time. Yeah, so exactly. We were, we were primed. I think I didn't see that announcement, but I, I'm, I'm not surprised. It is literally we're primed for another unpacked. Uh, we know that the Z Fold 3, the, the all the other options that are going to be up there are going to be basically very sure. Um, I really want to mess around with the Xperia 1 Mark III, the Mark 5, or uh, the 5 Mark III. Uh, might be more of my cup of tea, uh, but the extra goodness Sony already already caught caught me as uh, caught my eye. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. The uh, originally the, the announcement that was made was we were supposed to get both of these devices in the summer of 2021. The Mark One Mark III, the the Mark One, the, the sorry Xperia One Mark III is launching in the U.S. in mid August, so availability. But pre-orders came out in, in July, so in theory, they're 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 making or they're meeting their uh, the uh, the timeline that they kind of outlined for us. Um, I do feel that the Five Mark III may be a little bit more compelling to some people, not just because of the form factor, but also because of the technology that you're getting there. I feel like maybe the battery on the Xperia Five Mark III may be a little bit better because it is a 1080 at 120 as opposed to a 4K 120. Uh, but I'll say this though, with me, I haven't been, you know, the battery, although I, I, mean, I know some people may say 5,000 is better, hasn't been a problem. I have not had a problem uh, carrying through the day and charging it. And we actually have faster charging this year. So for sure. Um, oh, dude, <laughs> Dominic Wong. Thank you very much, man. Um, just in case you don't, uh, you don't know, uh, VMware Workstations Player is free for personal use, uh, and it's a lot more stable uh, with uh, VirtualBox. Uh, if you need, if you need to basically uh, hyperphysic, yeah. So, uh, so uh, I think Dominic is kind of hitting hitting us up with a nice little way for us to, if you want to be able to try out Windows 11 in a VM environment. Uh, so definitely uh, check it out, VMware Workstation Player, free for personal use. So you can use that, load it up there, and then again. The main benefit there is that it still gets you are still able to share your hardware with it. You see how it's going to perform without the downsides of having crashes and problems. Like I said, worst case scenario with VM, you could just literally delete the VM, trash it, and rebuild it, and you seriously just start up fresh. The only thing you have to do is uh, basically, uh, if you didn't save your original VM, meaning if you start with a base and you just make a duplicate of it, so move a copy of it somewhere else, and then if it trashes or whatever, you can just start fresh from there, or you can just reinstall. So it works out uh, in both ways as well. Um, current daily driver has a 3000 milliampere that has a much bigger upgrade from where I used to have, oh, from 4500 at DTA. Yeah, no, definitely. It, battery capacity is big, but it's also about the battery tech. Um, but with that being said, I will say this. 
Um, I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys stay well, stay hydrated, stay safe. Uh, we are about 45 minutes away from when this, the actual uh, the, uh, the the timer will kick off for the giveaway. Make sure you check it out. Uh, make sure you check out some of the options that you have in there to be able to you know get your chance, get yourself a chance to uh, be one of the winners, hopefully. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, this is a great opportunity, a great chance. I want to say thank you very much to Realme for working with me and considering me. Um, I was very happy to be part of that. Uh, the three of, uh, of uh, uh, members that they uh, tweeted out on the Realme Global not that long ago. I think it was Isa, myself, and another gentleman. So I'm very happy to work with them. Um, and I wish you guys the best of luck. And uh, again, if we're able to create content and, and engage with the, with these devices, once one whomever ends up being the winners win, uh, that's the goal. That's the final goal of this whole process is to get it and make it and make sure that uh, you're enjoying your content and you get to have fun with a phone that is crazy fast for not so much money. So take care, be safe, stay safe, get in touch with some of your friends and family members you haven't talked to for a while, as I'm pretty sure they would be very happy to connect with you again. I'll see you guys next Saturday, but of course, uh, make sure we'll check out some of the other shows going out, Access One TV, SGGQA, and of course, Best of Our Week next week. Uh, and if you're living in the US, happy 4th of July tomorrow. Hope you guys have a great time with the fam, barbecuing, kicking it with the family and all of that. And just stay well and stay hydrated. I'll see you guys in a week. Thank you again and uh, bye-bye for now.